Hello, I'm Sandra, and this is Sing Play Create Teaching Tips. This is a replay of our YouTube video. Thanks so much for listening. Sing Play Create offers educational resources for music education, literacy activities in elementary school, brain breaks, and movement activities from preschool through sixth grade. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Be sure to find us on our website, www.singplaycreate.com, and we also are on Etsy, on TPT, and we have a web shop. Thanks for listening. My name is Sandra and today I am going to give you some of my best tips on teaching elementary music online. Let's get started. In this video I'm going to talk about three main things that you can do to help yourself in your online teaching. One is I'll give some classroom management tips. Two, how do I keep student engagement high? And three is how do I lesson plan? Let's start with classroom management. Teaching online is really different than teaching in the classroom, and so you're going to need to establish your rules and procedures and the way your class is gonna go right at the very beginning. So you wanna think about visual cues. I find that this was really helpful when I was teaching online. Stop, go, no, yes, happy, good. Come up with some visual cues to help your students know what's going on in class. It's also good to use a lot of hand actions and, you know, listen, can you see, can you hear, and just point. And so the students can see things and that will make things run more smoothly and help them feel more comfortable. I also created signs or signals or rules and procedures for the students to communicate back to me. Do you have some choices here? You can leave the chat open. You can have hand signals for bathroom break or I have to leave class so that class time isn't interrupted and there's a nice flow and everything can keep moving even though you're in the online. So you want to establish these things for bathroom breaks how they're going to ask questions, are you going to leave your chat open, or when you open the chat, you know, be very specific about how you want them to respond, and of course it has to be age appropriate. The second thing is get to know all their names as soon as possible. I do this by singing a hello song at the beginning of every class, and then I sing all the student names. This will also help the other students learn the names of their fellow students. For management, you're going to want to have a variety of activities, and we'll talk about those later. But mainly, you want to keep your activities short and you want to keep things moving right along because they're sitting looking at a screen. For classroom management, it's really important to diversify your lessons. That's because you don't want to lose anybody. You don't want them to get distracted and not be participating. And so you want to have a lot of different things that you're going to do in one class time. Finally, having a goodbye song is really great for classroom community, celebrating birthdays, doing some special things that will help all the students feel included and want to be part of your music class. Let's talk about lesson planning. One thing that I like to use is my Google Slides for all of my grade levels. I put everything I need into the Google Slides documents. I also have a folder in my Google Drive with all of the other activities that I might be emailing to the parents or the resources that I will need to use. And I do this by the quarter and then by the month. I use a pretty standard set of activities that I rotate through for each lesson time and I adjust that to meet the needs of the students and also the grade levels. 
So in each lesson, I'm going to have a hello song, a movement song, a mini lesson time on the learning goal, play instruments, or a game that goes along with the song to support the learning goal. Then we can break out into a movement activity. I might repeat the lesson song again with the key points, maybe do some quick assessment, and then we'll want to do a quiet activity, either listening and coloring, or waving our scarves softly, you know, calmly to music, and reading or a book, or excuse me, reading a book or doing some kind of craft or worksheet activity. Finally, at the end of class, we will sing a goodbye song. Let's talk about student engagement. The top thing to remember is to diversify those activities. So, for example, in kindergarten, we know we're going to be doing the steady beat all year long. So, we want to come up with a lot of different activities to help our kinders learn the steady beat. We're going to write it. We're going to see it. We're going to feel it. We're going to hear it. We're going to play it. We're going to do it. All of those things we need to incorporate into our activities. You can easily streamline your lessons across your grade levels using one song. Let me share some ideas. I'll go through each grade level with you to share with you how I would differentiate between grade levels using the same song. There's lots of choices of songs that you can use. Here's just a few of them that you might want to consider in this kind of activity. Let's talk about kindergarten. In kindergarten, we're going to be singing the song, using movement to sing, use scarves to show melody movement, play the steady beat to the song, play body percussion to the song, play steady beat on instruments, listen to and color or draw the song. In first grade, we can do all of those activities and we're going to learn to clap the rhythms. We'll also do some rhythm writing activities and some simple composing and copycat rhythm games. In second grade, we're going to try to get the class to play in parts, and we're going to add in an ostinato. This means that the students might play the ostinato while you sing the song or play the recorded music, or you might play the ostinato and the students are singing the song, so they can hear both ways. You'll also have them play instruments if they have them at home. They can play beat and rhythm on instruments. And if possible, you can divide the class into three parts and have the beat, the rhythm, and the ostinato going at the same time. In third grade, we're going to use a lot of the activities in second grade, but we're going to start asking our third graders to compose their own ostinato and maybe write some melody notes or read the melodies and sight sing. Throughout the primary grades, you're going to be using solfege and adapt it to the grade level. In fourth grade, you can do all the activities that they did in third grade, and you might even be able to get them to play recorder. It's not a very expensive instrument, and perhaps they can purchase one, and then you'll be able to play the song or parts of the song on the recorder. It's also nice to get them composing and creating their own rhythms and melodies in this grade level. With fifth and sixth grade, I have them do the fourth grade activities, but we will add in some composer studies and we will also have them write their own songs using the melody of a familiar song like the song you're using for all the other grades or just a nursery rhyme like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I found this to be a favorite activity where students write their own lyrics to a topic they like, like pizza 
or monsters or zombies and they share it with the class. Hopefully they have an instrument they're playing. If not, they can just do it as a chant or sing it to the class. Incorporating the composer activities along with each of the grade levels is a nice change of pace for them. It also gives them, you know, that historical context of Western music. As you can see, even all of these activities will give you plenty of assessment opportunities in your classroom online. You can have students take pictures, send you their writing documents via email, or they can take videos of them performing their musical works. How do we keep engagement high? Well, I've talked about diversifying activities. One really fun activity to do at the beginning of your online teaching is to have the students make their own homemade instruments that they'll play for beat and rhythm activities. This can be made from recycled instruments and I have a couple videos here that I'll show you that uh, demonstrate what I'm talking about. But it's pretty easy. You get, need to give the parents lots of notice and a letter through email about what you're doing so they have time to collect the materials and then you can have the students make them uh, not during class but on their own and then bring their instruments to class. It's a good idea to have some crafts, worksheets, or outside of the music class time activities available for your families. You can have a list of websites that you use, also just YouTube videos or resources that they might want to use to get their kids engaged in music outside of the classroom. Sing Play Create has many resources that are going to help you with your online teaching. You can find our rhythm activities and our body percussion activities have Google Slides as well as play along videos which are really great for online teaching. You'll also find all our movement activities that have videos and the students can use a scarf or they can use a tissue paper or something like a bandana to wave their scarf around and move to scarves. Most important is to diversify those activities across the grade levels. You can use one or two songs all the way from K to 6. It's not that complicated and it will really help you in your lesson planning and streamlining your activities. If you need any help with this, I'm here to help you. Drop me a comment below. Please like and subscribe to our channel. Let's keep kids moving and learning with music.